0: Hey there, my name is Katie Romagnolo, and ever since I can remember, I've been obsessed with magic. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to have all the luck? Why is it that one person can struggle with years of hard work to accomplish very little, and yet another can seem like an overnight success? I started out in this life thinking that I could logically plan my way to success. But after a decade of struggling, feeling unappreciated, and ultimately hitting rock bottom, I finally broke the code. Life has a flow, and that movement is greatly influenced by our universe. The moon holds a sacred rhythm to health, wealth, and happiness for you to tap into. Join me weekly to learn how to harness the power of the moon to achieve your goals, find your purpose in life, and balance your emotions while figuring it all out. Yes, you can change your life. Now, as a best selling author in mental and spiritual healing, I am infusing all of my most magical tools for you here so that you can embrace the life you crave. Welcome to the Moon Magic Podcast. And welcome back. I'm your host, Katie Romagnolo, and today as we shift into this glorious third quarter energy, we are making room for adjustments, for quick thinking, for the energy to start a new cycle as we start into our new moon next week. And so today we're going to chat all about putting you in your business for success. I have a special guest, Jen Marshall, who is the founder of Solitude Soapworks they do handcrafted luxury bath and body products. And Jen, you did something really cool you mentioned the very first time that we spoke that drew me in that I want to mention to our listeners here. And first of all, welcome. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, so the thing is, you you mentioned something that had this big smile on my face the very first time that we met and It was something very unique that you actually do while creating your products. And this will lead us beautifully into putting the you in your business and why I truly believe some businesses just kind of capture us. And we don't know why we're drawn into the energy of a product or service. And I think you have the answer. And that is, what is it that you do with your soaps and creations as you are starting to create them? I sing to them. Yes. I sing to them. (laughs) I
1: play music in my studio. Every time I, every time I walk in here to create, to make soap, whether to make body products, there's always music playing. And it's usually rock and roll. It's usually (laughs) very loud, obnoxious rock and roll because that's just, it, it, it speaks to me. It speaks to my heart and I have fun. I will dance around my table. I'm singing at the top of my lungs. I probably a frustrated, you know, you know, inner rock star desperately trying to come out. But I do it because it makes me happy. And I am a very firm believer that the energy I put into a product is received on the other end. I've made one very rock solid rule. I will never soap. I will never make product if I am in a bad mood, if I've had bad news, or if I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. Oh goodness. I love this so much. And it really is amazing (laughs) feedback for anyone who's listening, regardless of what you do. I feel we are all creators. If you have a small business that you run, or if you're in a leadership role, and maybe you want to start your own uh, passion project or whatever you're doing in your life, you're creating based on what you enjoy doing. So why would we put things out there? As you mentioned, when we're in this sort of state of funk. Cause I, I think people feel energy far more than we realize. And even if you're not a, you know, energy lover or understander, it is felt absolutely. So I'm so glad you do this. This is like the biggest key to success. <laughs> I it's,
1: I it, it's, it's my one greatest joy. It's my one greatest joy. I love music. I there's, there's certain bands that I listen to that resonate so much more than anything else. And
0: you can usually hear them in my
1: playlists.
0: (laughs) So, so cool. All right. Well, thanks for jumping us off on this beautiful high (laughs) note. And I just had to mention it because it really stuck out in my mind initially in meeting you and anything to do with music has always been for me kind of like a nod or a synchronistic way of spirit telling me like, Hey, yeah, this is, this is cool. Connect with this. This is part of your path, your mission and music, anything is close to my heart. So I, I just absolutely love that. Now, getting into soapworks, is this something that you've done for a long time? Has this always been your passion? Tell us a bit about your journey into the founder of Solitude here.
1: My, <laughs> my journey into, uh, into soaping uh, came from a comment my husband made to me in passing with regards to a Christmas list. In 2017, he's looking at it. He's like, Jen, your Christmas list is boring. Do something. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I'm looking around and I came across a beginning soap making kit from a company that I had purchased other materials for in the past. I said, well, that looks kind of interesting. Not something I'd ever thought of doing. And I put it on my loose list knowing he would never look at it. Uh, Christmas morning, I was very surprised. He 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 kind of pulled the rug out from underneath me when I opened the box and went, Oh my god, it's from Brambleberry. <laughs> <laughs> That's my soap making kit. So we, you know, we kind of put it aside and you know, we we left Keene to go up to Ottawa to to visit his family. My husband's is my husband's originally from, from Ontario. And when we came back from visiting family like, well, let me go down. So let me go see what this is all about. So I took all the pieces apart and I read all the instructions and right, this doesn't look too, you know, too difficult. And it was like, it's, it's as I, as I told you before, it is as addictive as heroin or crack. When you start <laughs> that very first batch, if it works out right, and you do everything correctly. Like, oh my God, I got to make another one and mm. another one. Now I'm out of material. I have to buy more material. It, it's, it, it's, it was just this overwhelming thing that I have now. I, I'm like, I'm making a useful, beautiful product. I mean, the, 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 first, the first bars were not beautiful. They were <laughs> functional at, at best, but they smelled good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And as, you know, as I made more and continued, I'm like, now there's a way of putting art into it. I, I was given art lessons as a young girl. So I have a love of color, you know, of color theory. I know how to mix colors. I know what looks, I I know what looks good when you, when you kind of put them together. And when you work with mediums such as soap, you never know what you're going to get. So it's always that anticipation of, well, is it going to look good when you cut it? Or is it going to be like (laughs) you made a medium? Soap because it looks like it's <laughs> beef. Um, it's just it depends. It, it depends, and all of a sudden I'm looking around, and my husband's like, "Jen, we have more soap than we know what to do with." <laughs> I mean, I, I had enough soap to get me to the year 2035. He said, "There is more than we know what to do with. Please do something." So I started giving it away, and I have a local friend of mine at the time who uh, owned a uh, who a B and B. And he said to me, can you make liquid soap? You know, we sell it at the B&B. The woman that makes it can't make any for us. So I'm like, well, I, I could try. I'd never done it before. So at that point in time, I'm like, if I'm going to start selling, I really kind of have to get legit. So at that point in time, I formed my company. It's called Solitude Soapworks, as, you know, as we spoke about before. My farm here is called Solitude. And that's a, that's a story for another point in time. But I, you know, he got his products, he liked his products, he eventually sold the B&B, the new owners, you know, had other ideas, which is fine. But that got my stock, they got my foot in the door. Mm -hmm. And then the more local folks got samples, the more certain folks started coming back to me and saying, we really kind of like this. Um, Could you make X for, you know, could you make X amount for us? I'd like to use this in our hotel. And in 2019, I got my first big account working with a private country club for their hotel, all of their guest rooms, their guest cottages. And we're now going on, I think, year five with me oh. supplying product to them. And that product, because of, where, because of who they are and where their, uh, their members come from, I have a very loyal clientele all over the country, which has been amazing. So that's, that's kind of where my start came from in a <laughs> in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> I love stories like this so much because it's like the thing that you were kind of interested in, you know, I'll put a little nibble here, a little nibble there or something put out there that maybe could come back to me. No real, you know, attachment to needing to create something, just an interest And then seeing these amazing opportunities show up, I have really experienced this in my own life where the thing that I didn't know that I would create or would offer as a service, somebody asked me for it before I felt I was ready. And many times in the past, I would have said, oh, no, I don't do that. Those words came out of my mouth so many times. I can't even tell you my life. Well, you know, sorry, I don't do that. And it wasn't until I really flipped that script to start saying, whenever somebody asked me and they got in front of me and said, Hey, do you, and then whatever came out of there, I made the the commitment to myself to say, whatever it is you want, if it's actually in alignment to something I know how to do and have knowledge on, I do it, whether it's ready. So whatever you ask for, I actually do. And I started saying, Oh yeah, that sounds like a great new offering that I'm actually in development for. Would you like to be notified when it's ready? And then I would start crafting and creating based on what that person has asked for. And I've lived my life and my coaching business by that, by the the past five years now. And my goodness, I now never create anything before somebody actually asks or proves that there's a need for it. So I love that this happened so much for you as that push into the door of this.
1: It still amazes me. Late 2019, I I got a voicemail message on my phone. And I'm looking at the phone number. I'm like, I it, it, it was an area code from where I grew up, uh downstate, but I didn't recognize the number. So I'm like, I just, I kind of left it. I normally don't listen. Uh, I don't pick up phone calls. If I don't recognize the number, I'd rather screen my calls. And I went back a couple of days later and I'm listening to this message and there's a gentleman on the phone. He said, I, you know, I, I absolutely love your soap that we tried at this this club. I'd like to know if I can purchase it from you. My name is John Colgate from like Colgate toothpaste. <laughs> I was I was, flabbergasted. Oh my! Oh my God! Wow! You know, I it that just it's still to this day I can't wrap my brain around it. <laughs> Like I, I, here I am this, you know, I I'm a single business owner. I do everything from start to finish, you know, what people don't realize I come in here, I wash the dishes, I make the soap, I package the soap. I do all of the invoicing. I make all of my labels. I do all the bookkeeping. Everything here from start to finish goes through these two hands. That's it. Nobody else helps me. So to have you know that kind of feedback come back was really validating. Yeah, so maybe I'm onto something. Maybe I maybe I'm actually making something that people <laughs> really like, and they're not just telling me, "Oh yeah, it's good." When they're like, "It really stinks, Jen." Yeah.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh man, I I just feel the excitement in that so much of that moment. Uh, so many goosebumps over here, and. I remember moments when I would uh, you know, get some feedback from something early on and I would run to my husband and say, so-and-so just said this and I don't even know them. So it must be true, right? Like it's not a friend or family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really validating and the word validation. So I actually love this term because I think there's the external factor of it where we think, okay, I, I want to see things line up to allow for, you know, abundance to actually show up, products to sell, things in the real world to show up as a validation of everything that we're doing sometimes in our business. But also, I really feel like there's this energetic validation that actually occurs when we start to listen to the feedback of others. And this is very much so the time period that we're in shifting into this phase of third quarter, where it's about looking at what are the comments that are coming in this week? what are we noticing from those who are purchasing our products or services or those who are not purchasing our products and services? Where's the hesitation? Where's the ability to know, okay, do I need to make an adjustment on something that I'm doing? And sometimes it really is an energetic adjustment. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I love, again, going back to the singing that you're doing, that might be a really amazing, cool tip for someone that's listening to get into that state before they start creating anything in their business first. So
1: I very much believe that the, the, the energy that you put into something is felt at it's felt at the end result. I'll tell people, When I sing in here, when I've got my music, I mean, I've got my music blaring that I'm probably waking up my neighbors three miles away, (laughs) that I tell them it keeps the gremlins away. Mm -hmm. Gremlins, you know, bad mood, gremlins run rampant in my studio. And when they run rampant, I wind up with bad products. I wind up with products that don't work. I wind up with failed batches. And that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of material. It's expensive to throw away because you can't use it. Yeah. So I, it, th- that's part of my quality control. I mm. guess if you <laughs> wanted to, try to put, you know, put it into, into those terms.
0: Yeah. Oh, my I love quality that.
1: Control comes in, is Jen in a good mood or did something kind of piss me off that just set me, in a, <laughs> you know, set me in the wrong direction for the day?
0: Uh, this is probably one of the best tips we've ever had for third quarter energy, quality <laughs> control, very logical, right? We're presenting in our Virgo energy today. It's all about that mental energy and okay. Quality control is a big thing in any business regarding, regardless of what you're selling and let it be your energy that actually is your quality control. So this, this is so cool. Uh,
1: that's part of it for me anyway.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure there's other things, right? Being that solopreneur, where you're really in the the role of so many different aspects in your business Uh each day, there also comes with its ups and downs. So I would love for you to touch a little bit on how, you know, when things come easy at first, right, you're drawn into something, it's exciting, there's proof and validation, keep going here. But I mean, have you experienced as well where it's not all sunshine and roses and there is this cycle of natural ups and downs with entrepreneurship?
1: Absolutely. My business, what I what I found over the last four and a half years is secular. So it comes in cycles. I have an okay online business. That's where I originally got my start. So I, you know, I started Solitude Soapworks. I put it up online in October of 2018. And I do good during the holidays for it. You know, I get some folks that would, you know, they follow me on social media, they see new products, they reach out, you know, I can ship to, you know, all the lower 48 states, you know, you know, here in the U.S. My biggest thing for me are my in-person markets. So that's where the majority of my business lies. I kind of, I kind of laugh at my husband. My husband laughs at me. He said, you are such an extrovert. Because you love to talk to people, and I find with bath and body products and even home fragrance products, so you know, candles, room sprays, incense. Then I've got you know my body products and whatnot. It's an in, I mean, the relationship between you and me and this, it's an intimate relationship. People want to pick things up, they want to smell them, they want to feel them, they want to know well, what's what's in it. Um, it's not the easiest thing in the world for people to go to a website and say, oh, well, that sounds like it might be interesting mm-hmm. without really knowing what something smells like. So for me, the, it's the in-person part. My, that's my best season. That's, that's the best part of my year for me. Yeah. Then the first four months of the new year are really slow. So it gives me a chance to kind of like, okay, I can look around. I'm like, let me recoup the energy that I expended from the holidays because my holiday season is crazy and it saps my energy. <laughs> <laughs> I put in very long days and we, you know, I can go into it. I said, okay, we'll start, you know, this is how I'm going to start the year off. And, you know, I've got everything kind of planned out. January is done. You know, we, we do this in January then we do this in February And then I can start to make, to start preparing for large orders that are due later in the spring. Mm, Yeah. I don't know if that really answers, answers the question.
0: Yeah, it totally does. Cause it really speaks to something we've talked about before on the show, where we have these cycles that Mm -hmm. appear within cycles and everything in, in life and business is cyclical, whether we realize it or not, the change and shift will happen. We can't always be in the motion of going and making and creating and pushing and getting things done because we live in a human experience and we need to recoup our physical energy so it's burnout also, is a very real is a very real thing oh most definitely right and it's when we reject the notion that uh, burnout even exists that that's a real problem in society and, you know, the, the side hustle, I, I like to rephrase that into, you know, your passion project, you may be hustling to do it, but notice that you're lit up when you're doing it. And it's because it's a passion of yours and you can also retreat into self and rest and recharge at certain points to allow mm-hmm. for that passion to really show up again.
1: There's nights where i you know, I, I'll, I'll be out here, I'll be working, I'll be pettering, um, you know, make, designing labels, which is probably the least favorite part of this entire business is designing my, but I design every last label. I've, you know, taught myself Photoshop from the ground up wow. to learn how to do this and get them done. And there's just other it's like if the other night, for example, I'm like, I'm tired. It was five o'clock. I normally don't come inside. You know, I'll go inside for dinner and then after dinner's over, I'll come back out. And I'm out here till 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. Like no, I'm I'm done for the day. Yeah. It's it's time to just put soapworks to rest. This is my time because I need it.
0: Yeah, I love how you just said put soapworks to rest. Like it has this whole energy of its own, and you know, a persona almost that needs its rest as well.
1: It, to to me, it is its own entity. Yeah. Um. You know, it's as we spoke about before. I I look around my my studio here. And it's, it's almost like a hippie haven, <laughs> you know? I've got crystals all over the place. I've got um, incense burning. There's candles burning. There's just, there's just little things all over that give it its own personality. Yeah. I have artwork from all of the, some of the, some of the artisans that I've met over the last several years. If there's something that calls to me, It comes into the studio and it has its own place. It makes me happy. Yeah. And, but as you said, it does have its own personality.
0: Yeah. So cool. And you mentioned your, so your in-person experience, I can see how this is totally a sensory experience to Mm -hmm. be purchasing your products and connecting to that energy as well. And I'm imagining, I don't know about you, but when I go to a crystal shop or somewhere where there's, you know, things like that, that I'm buying, you generally would tend to hold the thing that you're drawn to. So maybe there's, you know, beautiful rose quartz or something crystal and amethyst that you're gravitating to. Usually when you hold the item, you almost have this sense or feeling sometimes heat or cool, different things happen for different people. And I envision that this actually is happening for your customers in some capacity too, when they get to really physically connect.
1: I think so. Uh, every single person that has walked in, that's walked into, you know, into my tent for all of my, for all of my outdoor markets, the very first words out of their mouth, my God, it smells so good in here. Mm-hmm. But, well, there's a reason why there's a banner across the top of the canopy that says the tent of good sense. <laughs> I, it's just every I every single person it smells so good in here
0: Mm. and
1: I've been told you have the best smelling tent I've ever walked into from other from other vendors that have been doing this 20 30 years
0: yeah oh like thank you (laughs) beautiful I love hearing things like that
1: I feel I have a boutique business I have been described as having a boutique business when people come to my in-person events. They walk into a boutique, you know, there. you know, there's curtains hanging, everything is, you know, everything goes by season. Mm. My colors go by season. I want people to feel when they walk in that my sole attention is on them. Yeah. And they have my undivided attention. I'm not one of those people that says, oh, I, and, you know, try to sell. I'm like, Hey, as you know, good morning, good afternoon. You know, how are you? I said, if you have any questions, my name is Jen. I make everything you see here. And I just, and I kind of sit back and sometimes we can carry on a conversation. Sometimes there'll be small talk. Other times people ask me about the products. Well, I have this concern. Do you have anything that may address that? So that's where I shine. Yeah, You know, I make a good product, but I am very passionate too about customer service. And I really feel that that is the one thing that has died in this day and age. Customer service to me went the way of the dodo bird. Mm-hmm. And yeah. There were, I, I'll never forget growing up being with, you know, being with my mom. She would go, she, she went to this little clothing boutique. She was in real estate at the time. And it was one salesperson to her and they catered to her. And, you know, if she needed something, they were right there and watching that has stuck with me for a really, really long time. And I'm like, there's a reason why this business was in business for so long.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. And it's a really great reminder for this energy today, as you're looking for adjustments to perhaps make in your business or life. Where is it that customer service has maybe fallen to the wayside just because of the busyness or everything to keep up with and connecting back into service? Leading with the heart is the first pillar to a really great foundation within a business that is going to be long term and sustainable and fulfilling as well. So I think it's a great reminder. And I would love for people to experience this lovely inviting environment that we're talking about here. You have some opportunities for that in the next couple of weeks at your studio.
1: Uh, I do, um, in between now and Christmas, uh, for, any, for anybody that is local to uh, the North Country here in New York, um, you know, in you know, Essex County and Clinton County, I will open my studio up to private shopping if you're looking for something very special, if you're looking for something specific, uh, if you're looking to curate um, a, a one-of-a-kind gift, I can do that for you. We just need to connect. I'm always happy to do that. Oh, so wonderful. Just, it makes me happy to, <laughs> to be able to put something that you can't get anywhere else. It's a unique, it's a one-of-a-kind thing. Yeah. It's not a gift basket that you bought at Bed Bath & Beyond or you know, or, you know, know, or Bath & Body Works and you'll know, you look at the ingredients are questionable. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, you, you look at the back of my stuff and you know exactly what's in it.
0: Beautiful. Oh, I'm so glad that you have that opportunity for those that are local. And if you're not necessarily in the area, please do check out Solitude Soapworks. And where's the best place to connect with you online?
1: Uh, best place to connect with me. Um, my Facebook page uh, is, uh, you can find me under Solitude Soapworks. I'm more prevalent on Facebook than I am on Instagram, but my Instagram page is also Solitude Soapworks. Uh, My website is solitudesoapworks.com. There is a, you know, a contact me link. So you can reach out to me via email there, or there's a chat function on the website, which will reach out to me Uh, as long as I'm online. I usually answer right away. Uh, If I happen to be away, I will answer as soon as I get back to, you know, I get, (laughs) <laughs> back, back to the wired world. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, Jen, thank you so much for being here today for sharing your beautiful studio space. Our listeners can't see, but I'm, you know, involved in the whole visuals of all of the crafting <laughs> and creating that's going on in your space here. Thank you.
1: L- little chaotic space with the holidays coming up. So <laughs> thank you for <laughs> The kind words,
0: Uh, it's just amazing to see someone working in their light and congratulations for everything you've done so far and everything that's more to come for you. So everyone who's listening, stay tuned to the next couple of weeks. We've got more exciting guests coming for you and practice that ability to look for the adjustments needed this week. And pay attention to that customer service, noting how do you want to be received when you enter someone's place of business and reflect that back into your own sense of service. I'm just beaming with light over here, thinking about what's possible for you in your life. Be excited for change. Give yourself permission to grow and share this space with me weekly to tap into that potential. If you're intrigued to know more about my story of rock bottom to passion filled and spiritually inspired, grab your copy of my best selling book, Home of the Soul, on my website, www.coachkady.com. And remember, Katie is spelled K A D Y. While you're there, check out all of the ways to create magic in your own life, including Moon Logic Magic School, spiritual coaching, and options to visit the Enchanted Forest. Remember to sign up for your free monthly Moon Magic Calendar to know when the moon is shifting and how to harness that energy to grow your business. And connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at katieromaniolo or moonlogic.official. This has been the Moon Magic Podcast. Until next week, I love you to the moon and back.